and welcome to Q&A with the Doc. Today, the Doc is in to answer the question, what is the biblical canon? Let's hear what he has to say. We're continuing to answer our questions concerning Bible doctrine. Question this week is, what is the biblical canon? What does canon mean? Uh, Let me start by saying in short, the canon is actually referring to the Bible itself. The B-I-B-L-E. As the old song goes, yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the Word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. God's Word, the Bible clearly teaches about itself, will never fail. It will not fail. No, God's Word, the canon, will not fail. The Bible is the compilation of God's Word to man, and it is known as the canon the canon of Scripture. Charles Ryrie, uh, uh, Bible commentator and and, and even somewhat of a historian, writes, the canon refers to the authoritative books of the Bible. It's referring to the books that we believe God inspired man to write. So how was the canon put together? How do we know that the Bible is reliable? How can we know that the Bible is truly God's Word? Do all 66 books, Genesis through Revelation, come from God? Or did man simply make these up? These are great questions. And these questions are well deserving of an answer. Uh, Author Wade Grudem agrees. He writes, The precise determination and the extent of the biblical canon of Scripture is therefore the utmost importance if we are to trust and obey God absolutely. We must have a collection of words that we are certain are God's own words to us. Understanding the significance of God's Word, let's dive in just for a moment and investigate the biblical canon and how it came about. The word Bible literally means books. The Bible is a collection of books considered to be God-breathed. The process to determine which books are included in today's Bible is called canonization. Canonization is a grueling and necessary process to ensure the Bible truly is God's Word. The word canon literally means a standard of measurement. The Hebrew Scriptures and the Greek New Testament make up the Christian canon, which today we call the Bible. The Bible, or canon, is God's Word in its entirety for mankind. The biblical canon is a collection of books considered to be the Holy Scriptures from God. The Bible is the final authority on all matters relating to faith and life. The Bible is ultimately determined by God alone and written by men who were inspired by the Holy Spirit. Author Paul Enns writes, It's important to note that religious councils at no time had any power to cause books to be inspired. Rather, they simply recognized that which God had inspired at the exact moment the books were written. While there were many books written during the times of the Old and New Testaments, only specific books are included in the biblical canon. Only 
certain books are considered to be God's word. The included books are distinguished by their divine qualities, their acceptance among the early church fathers, and their connection to the apostles of Jesus. The books chosen in the canon are traced to the authority of the early apostles or the prophets either by association or authorship. The full canon includes two testaments, the Old Testament and the New Testament. And these two testaments are combined, or combined contain 66 individual books. The Old Testament consists of 39 and the New Testament consists of 27. Again, the word Bible literally means book. The Bible is exactly this, a collection of books inspired by God and written by human authors who were guided by the Holy Spirit for all of mankind. The Bible was written over a lengthy period, more than a thousand years. There are at least 40 different human authors who inspired by God the Holy Spirit penned the pages of Scripture. Every piece of Scripture comes directly from God. God Himself is the author. The Apostle Paul agrees and writes in 2 Timothy 3 and 16. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Apostle Peter in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 20 and 21 adds, Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. God is the author of the Bible, but He used humans to pen its pages. The canonization process was an arduous one, but the process itself reveals what we now know as the Bible. Charles Ryrie adds, about the process of canonization that men and councils did have to consider which books should be recognized as a part of the canon, for some candidates were not inspired. Some decisions and choices had to be made, and God guided groups of people to make correct choices not without specific guidelines, and to collect the various writings into the canons of the Old and New Testaments. Scholars agree there are at least six rules that were followed in the canonization process to discern which ancient books were to be included in the biblical canon. I'll go over these rules so that we'll better understand how the Bible was put together and that we can truly believe that when we read the Bible, we are reading God's holy word. Here's one of the first rules. Scholars use the apostolic or prophetic authority or authorship to consider which books were to be included in the canon. Ultimately, the books included were written by an apostle, a prophet, 
or one of their close ministry partners as they were led by the Holy Spirit. So if a book was not written by an apostle, prophet, or one of their close ministry partners, it was not considered to be a part of the biblical canon. Here's another rule. Scholars only considered books that were Christ-centered. They included books that focused on the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ and His redemptive work for the world which He displayed on the cross. There's one resounding story in the biblical canon. God sent Jesus to redeem a lost humanity and all who come to Jesus, all who come to God by faith in Jesus can be saved. While there are many micro stories found in the Bible, they all point to the macro story of redemption. Jesus came to save that which was lost. Here's a third rule. The guidance of the Holy Spirit was vital in the process of determining which books would be included in the biblical canon. The early church fathers sensed the leading of the Holy Spirit and he helped them determine the books to be included in the Bible. The inner witness of the Spirit of God was necessary for those God used to canonize the scriptures. The Holy Spirit not only enabled men to write the scriptures, he guided men to determine the writings included in the scriptures. Fourth rule in the canonization process. The books included in the biblical canon had to be accepted among the early churches and agree with their teachings. Books with teachings contrary to the God-inspired convictions prevalent in the early church were easily dismissed. Harmony in the writings was necessary. God would never contradict Himself. Fifth rule, scholars selected books that were clearly inspired by God. The included books had to possess characteristics of the divinely inspired Word of God and bear His holy and righteous character. Each book included possesses a direct word from God or bears His holy character in the book. In this, there is no exception. When you read the Bible, you can be sure you are reading the Word of God. The sixth and final rule that was used in the canonization process is church acceptance was important. The included books have the acceptance of the early church fathers and the churches of the early centuries. In conclusion, the canonization process was an exhaustive one and it was not without debates. Author Charles Ryrie writes, however, these debates in no way weaken the authenticity of the truly canonical books, nor do they give status to those that were not inspired by God. See, we can be sure the Bible today can be trusted. Author Wayne Grudem agrees. He says, there are no strong objections, even through church history, there are no strong objections to any book currently in the canon. While the canonization process can be trusted, we must also remember God is God and ultimately He does not need us to verify the truthness of it, truthfulness of His Word. The Bible is God's Word because God says it is His Word. Author Charles Ryrie agrees, it is essential to remember that the Bible is self-authenticating since its books were breathed out 
by the mouth of God. And that is listed in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. The canon of the Christian Bible was completed in the collection that we have today in A.D. 397. Please understand that the B-I-B-L-E is God's Word and it's good for you and me. Thank you for the question. I will continue in the coming weeks addressing Bible doctrine. Until then, know that God loves you and so do we. Thank you again for joining us on Q&A with the Doc. If you have any questions for Dr. Sean, you can send him a message on social media at at Dr. Sean Keels or send him an email at seankeels at gmail.com. 